Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is David with Prep Consulting Co. Joined with my co-host for the show and for all eternity, my beautiful Lisa. Today we're going to be covering Harvest Right Freeze Dryers. Pros, cons, and tips. What is a freeze dryer? Well, let me tell you. It's the space age future of food storage. It is the coolest. It's basically a food storage making genie. If, I'm sure that's painting a very clear picture for you right now. <laughs> How about but, I tell you, it sublimates the liquid out of your food. Is that better? <laughs> like I said, like future-esque <laughs> space stuff. Actually, so it really is space. It makes space food. So freeze-dried food is what they've been sending up into space for decades at this point. A freeze-dried food, what it does, instead of like just dehydrating food, which just kind of puts it in a heater or an oven for so many hours and gets the food down to about 20% uh, water. A freeze dryer will take the food, do a deep freeze down to negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit, and then heat it up. And as the food heats up from that, the water sublimates. So the water goes directly from a solid to a gas and it's inside a vacuum chamber, so that water gets sucked to the outside of the chamber and drawn out from the food. So freeze-dried food has a small single-digit percentage of water content, which makes it shelf-stable for 25-plus years. And because of the way it sublimates the liquid out and it's frozen and then it takes the water directly out of it from in gas form... It doesn't change the texture of your food as much. You don't lose as many nutrients. It is so cool. Yeah, it is definitely a new thing. So we're recording this in December of 2021, and we just got our freeze dryer in July of this year, and it has been running most of the time nonstop. And we've already been able to use a lot of the food, share a lot of the food. There's just so many wonderful benefits. And we're going to cover a lot of those today. There's only one company that makes home freeze dryers. And that company is Harvest Right. So Harvest Right freeze dryers are your option. And they're actually out of Utah, same as us. So we'd like to see if down the road we can set up a tour of their facility. And uh, we'll let you know and see if we can post that on different platforms so you can see that. But we are affiliates, full disclaimer, but we only became an affiliate after we got their product and fell in love with it. They're not paying us to do this episode or anything. We bought one with our own money and used it for a while first, and we just love them so much. If you are interested in getting a Harvest Right freeze dryer, we would appreciate it if you learned something from the show, if you would consider using our affiliate links or even if you don't want to buy it or whatever, you just have more questions, feel free to reach out to us. We love questions and we'd be happy to help you through the process. And if you're not familiar with affiliate links, basically that means we get a slight percentage of the purchase The purchase cost. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just kind of like a commission that Harvest Right gives us because we referred someone to them. So it doesn't change the price for you. It doesn't Everything's the same for you. It's just if you've gotten benefit from this, we'd appreciate your help too. So some of the pros of a freeze dryer is it is so easy to use. It is not this big process of canning or pressure canning and getting everything out and filling up the kitchen with mess. It is it ta- yeah, so, taking hours and hours. It is this simple. You take food, put it on a tray, 
put it in the freeze dryer, and press start. Come back about 24 to 30 hours later, pull it out, and you can eat it, store it, or if you want it for long-term storage, you can put it in Mylar bags. And it literally takes us 15 minutes to get the stuff out, to bag it, seal everything, and put everything away. It's such a fast process for the hands-on portions. Which is so nice. Because again, you're busy. We're busy. We do do canning. We love canning. This is so much easier than canning. Canning has its place, right? Because I just want those delicious home canned peaches straight off the tree. That's so nice. Another nice thing is we've freeze dried a lot of peaches that will now last sitting on the shelf for 25 plus years. You can eat them dry. You can put water back on them, rehydrate them. You can put them in cobblers and they'll rehydrate and are amazing. But they are so easy. It is literally push button and walk away. And it's a smart machine that just knows when it's ready, knows when it's done, and it is so easy. I can't hit that enough. For me, that is definitely a huge pro. It lasts a really long time, where with home canned items that your parents may have in their basement from 25 to 30 years ago. That nobody wants to eat. That's just food poisoning in the making. Freeze-dried food would still be totally fine in 25 or 30 years. Yeah, most freeze-dried food will last at least 25 years. 25 years of just sitting on your shelf that's not taking up freezer space, that's not sitting in your fridge, that's not in some fragile glass jar. It is in a Mylar bag that will just sit there for 25 years and you can eat it at any time with about the same nutrition level. So many good things. Because going back to what Lisa said earlier, freeze drying retains what you looked it up, most of the food was like, it was 99. like 90, Yeah, 97, 98, 99% of the nutrients. It, Which is better than any other food preservation method. Yeah, it even beat freezing which anyway, it was interesting. Um, another thing is it retains the food's original texture better than any other type of preservation. Freezing, like we've tried doing freezer meals and things in the past when we were having babies yeah, or busy some times. Some of them are good. Some of them are okay, but a lot of them, it just changes the texture or the flavor and they're just kind of gross. And then same, same with canning things. Sometimes it just changes the texture too much and it's not very good. It makes them kind of mushy. And with dehydrating things, I don't use that as much just because it wasn't my favorite as a kid. So I haven't even bothered adding it to my food storage rotation in a significant way now. That's like things are really bad if I'm using dehydrated food. Which is funny because we do have a dehydrator. We do have a dehydrator, but it's for we use it. It was a gift and we use it more for things like fruit leather and, and things that you want to eat dehydrated jerky, which we really need to make because I really want some. It just keeps the original texture so much better. And there's a few things that it maybe changes the texture a little bit, or it depends on how you rehydrate it, how the texture turns out. But overall, it's hands down the best. Another amazing thing about freeze-dried food is it is so lightweight, which makes it easy to store and to move. A couple months ago, or no, probably, I don't know, six weeks ago, Six weeks ago, we reorganized our freeze-dried food in our food storage room just to make it more organized and kind of inventory what we have. And I could take a huge box full of freeze-dried food. Like a Costco diaper box? Is what we store it in. And so I would take an entire Costco diaper box and toss it to Lisa, which she could catch with one hand, and it is full of food. Yeah, like 
I'm not sure that one of those diaper boxes even weighs as much as two quarts of peaches. Like it's so light. Which just makes it so nice for everybody, right? Then it's not, oh, I need to wait till David gets home before we go and reorganize the number 10 cans or the five-gallon buckets of weed or something. It's just so nice to have it light and easy, which will lead into some of the other uses for it later. The nice thing, too, is it saves you time in the kitchen. One of our favorite things is just freezing leftovers from a meal or freezing extras from a meal because it takes about the same amount of time to make one batch as it does to make a triple batch of food. After you eat, just take the food you've put on your freeze dryer trays that look like skinny cookie sheets, walk them out to the freeze dryer, slide them in, close the door, push the button, walk away, done. It's so easy. And then the product you have is so easy to use. You can take it with you camping or picnics or just when you're having a busy day. It's amazing. Again, this saves so much more time compared to other food storage methods like canning, dehydrating, and it's easy to clean up because when this freeze dries, it kind of goes into like a styrofoam-esque texture before you rehydrate it that's how it comes out and it comes out of the trays so easy most things and the things that don't come out easy like fruit you put down a small silicone mat and it slides right off and it's such a stark contrast to things like dehydrating where the food is like cooked on forever and you have to soak your trays in the bathtub for 12 hours (laughs) to soften it up i'm uh, feel feeling some tension from past experience. (laughs) Maybe part of the reason I struggle (laughs) with using a dehydrator or just canning where, you know, something inevitably spills a little bit on your stovetop and then cooks onto your stovetop. We still have something on our stovetop that I cannot get off from canning in like August. And yeah, we've tried all the things, baking soda, salt, barkeeper's friend, all that stuff. It's just so much simpler and cleaner. So again, going back to it's easier to store full meals instead of you can do ingredients. That's the beautiful thing. You can just do carrots or you could do an entire carrot stew or vegetable stew that you just spread out on the sheet and do that. It is up to you. So whether you make extras or you just do leftovers. So when we did Thanksgiving dinner, I took leftover turkey. I took leftover potatoes. I took leftover gravy and you know, leftovers from Thanksgiving, that'll fill up your fridge too. Well, we did fill up our fridge, but we took some of that and freeze dried it. And now it's in a Mylar bag in the storage shelf stable for a long time. Another thing we've done is taken advantage of good deals and free food anytime it's available and then we can freeze dry it. So you're taking something that may be free or really cheap because it's about to expire. And now you're taking that thing that's going bad maybe the next day and giving it a 25 year shelf life. And what's great is if you get a lot of stuff and it's more than you can put in your freeze dryer at one time and it's going to go bad really quick and it's going to be bad before the next batch can be put in. It's really easy to freeze whatever it is on cookie sheets, just like on a silicone mat or something, and then transfer it to the freeze dryer trays or you can even buy extra of the freeze dryer trays and just have everything ready and just keep rotating it out. It's so great. In the fall at our local grocery store, they had bell peppers for 
I know I got it several times for 33 cents a pepper. I think sometimes it was even cheaper. And this was red peppers, yellow peppers, orange peppers. I mean, they had green peppers too, but why would you have green peppers when you have the other choices? And so I loaded up a grocery cart full of these. We brought them home, chopped them up, and we just freeze-dried them in batches for a week or so. So that way, now we have bell peppers that we use, because now when we go to the store and bell peppers are $1.25 each, man, I'll take my 33 cent ones and we'll use those. So it's not necessarily, you're storing up for the apocalypse. Use it in your daily life. And for us, jambalaya is one of our 10 recipes that we base our food storage off of. So peppers fits in with that. And now we have peppers for 25 years for our food storage. And another thing you can use your freeze dryer for is to vacuum seal canning jars. So let's say you don't want to necessarily can something. Let's say you want nuts, right? So walnuts, pecans, something like that. You can just put those in a quart mason jar and then you just put on your canning lid and instead of canning them in heat, which would deteriorate the nuts or make them mushy or ugh, you just literally take your canning jar, put it in the freeze dryer, and then you turn on the vacuum pump for 60 seconds, pull it out, And presto, now you've extended the shelf life of those nuts by two to three years because they're in a vacuum sealed jar that took out a lot of the oxygen. There are some cons with a freeze dryer. One of the most blaring cons is it's got a very expensive upfront cost. Right now they're going for about, what, $3,000? Yeah, anywhere from $2,500 to $3,000. And... We looked at it. The electrical cost is pretty minimal to run it. It's a couple bucks a cycle. And the oil can be filtered and reused. So once you get it, it's not very expensive. But that upfront cost can hurt a little bit. So we just referenced a few things. Maybe I could have done a better job explaining this at the beginning. So I apologize. A freeze dryer is a compartment that is about 24 to 30 inches wide It's about 30 inches tall and about 30 inches deep. And then next to it, you have a small vacuum pump, which is probably 8 inches wide and 18 inches deep and 10 inches tall. So those are the two parts of it. So the the vacuum pump, you have to filter the oil for most of the pumps that they use. But that is super easy. It takes two and a half minutes when it's warm and about five minutes when it's cold to drain the oil, get it filtered, and then some already filtered, you can reuse the oil. So you're not just throwing it away. And that's super easy, but it's just another con. For something expensive like that, we suggest just getting a sub-savings account, deciding how much you can set aside a month and start saving now because the time's going to pass anyway. So if that's something you want to do, Start saving, and when you break it up over several months, you know, just $50 here and there, it's really not that bad. It's just when you look at that initial out-the-door price tag, you're like, oh my gosh. The next con is that it can be loud. It's kind of comparable to a quieter hairdryer, but at a lower frequency. It's something you wouldn't want in the main area of your house. You wouldn't want it in your kitchen. We have ours in our garage, garage basement It's kind of about the same noise level as a dryer, I would say. So, again, you don't want your dryer in the main area of your house. You kind of want it in its own closet off to the side. Yeah. So just be aware of that and that there's going to be some noise. You know, you don't want it right next to someone's bedroom because it's going to be running for 25, 30 hours. We have ours in our garage 
so the cycles are a little longer in the summer because it's so hot in there, but it still does a good job. Another con is that they are very heavy. You do not want to be moving this around your house. You don't want to be pulling it out of a closet to use. You want to have it somewhere. It's like an appliance. You put it there and keep it there. Now, when we say it's very heavy, I would say it's a decent two-person lift. It's not like, ah, I need to pull out a dolly okay, or something. Okay, for me, as a woman who's had kids and has lower back issues from it, it's really, really heavy. <laughs> okay, again, just there's different perspectives, okay? I appreciate Lisa's help when we first moved it. It was very nice. So who are some people that we feel would benefit the most? People who have special dietary needs that want to get into food storage, this is a game changer for you. You can, especially if you have strange allergies or extreme sensitivities, this is going to be such a big game changer for you because it just opens up a whole new world. You can create and curate your very own personalized food storage of what works for you. You're not going to be able to get this anywhere else. And if you could, the cost is going to be astronomical. It's a lot easier to store vegetables in a palatable way if you're someone who's eating plant-based or maybe you're diabetic and you want to have more vegetables, but conventional vegetable food storage ways just aren't working for you. As we've already mentioned, it's really easy to remove uncommon allergens that you're not going to find, you know, sesame-free food storage. Not that you'll find sesame seeds in there, but you get the point. Another is people who garden and preserve food already, but they're a little overwhelmed by canning or they want to preserve more food from their garden, but they just can't get to it all with time constraints of canning. It gives you so many options. It's easier than traditional methods, as we've already talked about. It creates a higher quality, more delicious product. You can take advantage of unexpected free food or good deals that come your way or just when you're bombarded with a lot of fruit or vegetables at harvest time and you can put the extra on trays and just freeze them until you are ready. I even saw somebody who designed special trays for their freezer. So it just is like an entire upright freezer that just has these really close together shelves and the whole thing is just full of freeze-dried trays. It was amazing. I, Yeah, I would love to be able to do that, but you know, another time. People who cook from scratch would also really benefit from a freeze dryer. You can create your own food storage products for really cheap using basic ingredients. And it's so easy to just throw in a batch every couple of days because you're already in the kitchen regularly. So just make a little extra and throw it in or just look at what you have and want to get in there next and just take a couple extra minutes and throw it in because you're already in the kitchen. It's really easy to just add that into your regular kitchen chores, if you will. And it's really easy to cook in bulk and then just freeze dry on a regular basis. And just every so many days, make a triple batch of something and throw it in the freeze dryer when you've got open space and ability to freeze dry. Another group of people who would benefit a lot is people who do camping, backpacking, or hunting. And it is hands down the easiest, lightest, cheapest way to make quality backpacking camping meals. If you do that, it'll pay for itself so quickly. We have had we have some mountain house food. We've tried it. When you don't have a freeze dryer, doing something like Mountain House or Thrive are really great options. But now that I have tried my own freeze-dried food. It's kind of like the concept of nothing compares to home cooking. Nothing compares to home freeze-dried food. Like it's it's your flavors that you like. It's your recipe that's just what you want. And 
it's and in the it, portions you want the portions you want and it's not processed and especially for us because we don't eat a lot of processed foods the mountain house food just tasted way too processed for us like it was too far from what we normally eat and in emergency situations you do not want to be changing your diet drastically as a bad time to go to a whole wheat rice and beans diet let's just say we hope you have your laxatives stocked up yeah, or your toilet paper you or know, both. just depending you know. on how your body's going to handle that <laughs> definitely something you don't want to go through when it's already stressful the other thing is again not trying to bag on mountain house too much but when i opened their beef stroganoff and i'm used to the beef stroganoff that i've made and then i look in and i just see these little tiny granules of beef no 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 not in the beef stroganoff i make i want chunks of beef so again you can just make it your way the other great thing is just my mentality i'm less likely to use a nicer or expensive thing if i have to pay to replace it you know pay a lot of money to replace it but now that we have our own freeze dryer i'm fine with using all of our freeze-dried food of different samples here and there and trying it out and experimenting with it because it's so easy to just make more and we're always making more so I don't feel like I'm pulling from my precious, expensive stock. We get to practice and use it. And this is a question someone asked us of, is it really worth it because you have to buy the freeze dryer and then you have to buy the ingredients and then pay for the electricity? So isn't it going to be more expensive than buying prepackaged freeze dried food? For us, no, because we don't buy almost anything full price. Everything around here waits for some type of sale clearance deal so pretty much everything that goes into our freeze dryer is at a steep discount from what it would be to buy it just off the grocery store shelves as raw ingredients and definitely cheaper than buying it from mountain house or thrive that's just something to keep in mind when you are thinking about getting a freeze dryer is you want to use it for really good deals to get the most savings and benefit from it. Yeah. And that kind of goes straight into some of our tips, some that we've already addressed throughout the show. So we'll kind of go through these pretty rapid fire, but we strongly recommend you have at least two sets of freeze dryer trays. It makes the process so much smoother when you have a lot of food to freeze dry, because that way you can pre-freeze the food before you put it in the freeze dryer. And that takes about four to six hours off the freeze dry time. So it speeds everything up. And that way, you can have one in the freeze dryer and then you can have another one where you prepare food on and go ahead and throw it in a normal freezer and then as soon as your freeze dryer is ready you can put in that set of trays that's ready to go and it'll make the process of freeze drying even quicker for large amounts of food pre-freeze it like i said on the cookie sheet for sticky things especially like fruit put a silicone mat you can also use parchment paper Foods that brown like bananas or avocados, you can put directly into the freeze dryer and not pre-freeze them and it'll help them not brown. So any vegetables that you plan on using in cooking, like vegetables you want to freeze dry and then use in soups, make sure you do them raw because if you pre-cook them and then you freeze dry them and then you put them in soup and it kind of gets heated up with the soup, it's going to cook even more and they're going to be mushy. So if you're having raw ingredients that you're planning on cooking further when you use them, do them raw. 
Sugary fruit foods, we already said you want to freeze dry on a silicone mat or parchment paper just because they can be really sticky. So it just makes cleanup so much easier. And another money saving tip is you can wash out and reuse your Mylar bag. So just seal them closer to the top. Just barely snip off that seal instead of using the tear across tab and keep using it until it is too small to keep using. Another thing with Mylar bags is you can get different thicknesses of Mylar bags. And for food long term, you want at least five mils. And so the popular ones are five mils and seven mils. They have some three mil ones. You don't want to use the three mil ones for long term food storage. You want at least five For me, though, after using some 5 mil bags, I think I just want to stick with 7 mil bags, which all of the bags that Harvest Right actually sells are 7 mils. It just feels so much thicker and stronger, and I'm just more comfortable with the 7 mil bags. If you want to make yogurt drops, you do not want to use low-fat, no-sugar yogurt or Greek yogurt. You want to go with something that's going to be that runnier, like Yoplait consistency because if you use some of those other types of yogurt it just turns into powder but the Yoplait consistency type yogurts will actually hold their shape and make actual yogurt drops another thing we recently tried was making veggie straws we found peeling zucchini and then chopping it up so it's like french fries or veggie straws roasting it a little bit with oil and salt and then freeze drying it made the most veggie straw consistency type product and then Something that I really liked was golden beets that we roasted and did the same thing with. And they just had, they were thicker and had a dense kind of crunch to them, but I really liked them. Nice. Another thing we mentioned earlier, the oil changes. I found the simplest way to do an oil change is you just take a standard Beretta water filter and the pitcher and then take the filter out and you just take a roll of toilet paper, you run your finger around the middle of the roll, pull out the cardboard uh, center, and then you fold down the toilet paper until it fits in the Beretta filter spot. And you may have to take off a couple layers of toilet paper and that works as a very inexpensive, effective uh, filter for the oil. And again, once the oil is filtered, when you're ready for another oil change, you can just put that filtered oil straight back in to your vacuum pump. Another tip is you don't want to just dunk everything in water to rehydrate it. To get the best texture, you do want to try different things like maybe just steaming it or spritzing it or just putting a wet paper towel and putting it on top of the food. Just play around with different methods because you don't want your food sometimes to be totally soggy like mushrooms. If you just put them in a bowl of water, they will just turn into this mushy, nasty sponge. Ice cream, obviously, you don't want to dunk that in water, but you can try spritzing that I with like milk. it just dry, though. Yeah, we do eat it dry. Or banana bread is one we haven't done, but we've heard it's better if you just put like a damp paper towel over it and that it will actually rehydrate fairly well. So just keep that in mind of being prepared for different types of rehydrating methods. Beautiful. So just to recap, some of our favorite pros is it's so easy to use. It saves time. It saves money. It's simple. It definitely adds into our simpler today for a better tomorrow. We've used our freeze-dried meals just on crazy days multiple times because you come home, you boil water, you dump it in, and you eat delicious food, and it tastes as if it's hot off the stove the first time. 
the main con is just the upfront expensive cost. Um, some of the smaller cons are it's relatively loud, it's heavy, um, but it would help anyone who's interested in preparedness, camping, food storage, has special dietary needs, people who garden and need to preserve food when it comes in at a high quantity when it's harvest time, people who cook from scratch, and again, hunting, backpacking, camping, we've used it on several trips, and it is so nice. We're out camping, and we're having uh, Alfredo, chicken Alfredo, out camping and all we had to do was boil water and pour it in because if you're out on a trip who wants to spend all your time cooking in a trailer kitchen right yeah so just enjoy your time just boil water simpler today for a better tomorrow and freeze drying certainly fits in there please reach out to us with any other questions you have feel free to email us at david at prepconsultingco.com reach out to us and follow us on instagram facebook pinterest And we would love it if you could share this episode with someone who you think would be interested in a freeze dryer. And thanks for joining us today. We hope you have a simpler today for a better tomorrow.